Hello and welcome to another Distance Learning Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to explore Flipgrid. And of course, the first person I thought about was Barry Mock. So an idea I came up with was to ask Barry five questions in hopefully five minutes, record it, and then obviously share. Hopefully Barry's up for the challenge. Always, always up for the challenge. Okay, so I'm just going to set the timer and we're off question one five uses of flipgrid in your current school okay well um somebody famous once said that if you can think it then you can flipgrid it so this list could be boundless um but i picked some categories that i think um are the best ones so oracy whenever you're thinking of oracy and that includes speaking and listening of all types flipgrid is the go-to tool anything at all to do with oracy or listening um it is fantastic for creating your own resources um, that you would like to use for the children um you know great in terms of distance learning as well because you can create things and send them off you know explanations you can share your screen um you can create your own creative videos uh, explanations uh, in a really really quick and um, fashion um getting learners to respond to all different types of stimulus um certainly thinking about um you know a massive range of different topics that you could get them to discuss you know sharing their ideas sharing their thoughts sharing their explanations all of those things are fantastic um and another aspect of flipgrid that is often missed is that it's about building relationships building in new ways of communicating with each other um certainly you know for those shy children in our classes who don't like to you know get involved in the hustle and bustle of the lesson and may feel more comfortable um getting to know you and you getting to know them you know via a kind of asynchronous uh, video type chat um so that can be quite uh, useful and of course um i couldn't not mention that actually it's about developing global citizenship and seeing yourself you know in a local context but also in a global world mm. um so um i just put a couple i know this i'm taking liberties here but basically presentations exit tickets interviews group discussions blogs weather reports you name it you can flip grid it fantastic um five tips that you would give new teachers or teachers okay. new to flipgrid yeah sure um first of all get to know the platform but more importantly get to know the settings Flipgrid prides itself on being a safe environment that addresses all issues to do with well-being and ultimately the teacher is in control of who can see what who sees it when um you know the length of the videos um you know there's there's so many settings i guess but if you go through them methodically um that'll give you that safety and that confidence to know that the videos are only going to be seen by you and not by everybody else and that can be really really good for the learners to know that as well so know your settings is number one secondly get certified they've got a fantastic certification um journey that you could take on flipgrid that takes you through um each step of the way um again sort of just building your confidence around using the platform um, and knowing what what its true potential is um, get used to the camera um, i know it won't be you that's recording all the time because it's the children doing the recording but actually you need to have a good grasp of how the camera works in order to get them to use it creatively because it isn't just about video in your face 
And that, that seems to be a, a common idea that, oh, Flipgrid, it's just about doing selfies and videos. No, there's a blackboard feature, there's a whiteboard feature, there's stickers, there's emojis, there's upload pictures. You know, there's lots and lots of different creative ways that you can you can use it. Second one, get your head stuck into the disco library. There's absolutely thousands and thousands and thousands of ready-made lessons that you can just dip into, download and adapt for yourself um, and for your context. There's some really, really amazing hidden gems. And all the time, Flipgrid are having um, connections with different organizations who are then supplying ideas for lessons as well. Uh, Wonderopolis is one. Um, you know, they've got links with museums around the world. So you can actually can have a little, you know, tour around various things, uh, various museums, etc., etc. And my last tip is don't ever forget the power of mixtapes. This allows you to look at all the videos that have ever been produced on your grids and then copy them into one place. That means that you can share them with one URL. So let's say, for instance, you're looking for a portfolio for a specific student. You could put that student's name in, collect all the videos that they've done into one place. So then you only have one URL that you need to share with somebody to have access to all the oh, okay. work that they've done for you on Flipgrid. So that's my next tip. Don't forget mixtapes. I think I'm doing all right. We've got three seconds left. <laughs> I knew it'd be too much. It's all good. <laughs> There's the timer. Right, question three. Yeah. Have I turned it off? Yeah, I have. Um, five things to avoid if I was a new user. Okay. Um, right. This I found this difficult to answer. Um, but basically, my first one is avoid taking on too big a project to start with. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it, it has the potential for massive projects, global projects, which we'll come to later. Um, but don't start off there. Something simple like just a, you know, who are you introductions, just so that you can get a feel for how it's going. So be careful how you start off. Um, don't be put off by the fact that it's got a video element. Um, I know people are self-conscious. The children can be self-conscious. The learners can be self-conscious as well. Um, but there's more to it than just doing videos. Um, like I say, you can upload stickers and use the blackboard and whiteboard, etc. Um, and the other thing that's a really important thing is don't try and overcomplicate over the content. You know, you're better off sticking to one single learning objective for each topic that you set rather than trying if the work is too difficult for the kids to gather together mm -hmm. then it's going to be difficult for them to do a video if you've only given them a minute to talk about something that's demanding quite a lot of them in order to summarize mm -hmm. what could be a load of information into the main points excellent activity but don't make it too complicated to start with and i couldn't really think of any others other than getting to know the platform and learning the settings okay that sounds good to me. <laughs> Five benefits to using Flipgrid right. as opposed to maybe other platforms that are similar. Okay. Um, I've seen from my use, um, and obviously I'm, I'm a Welsh teacher, so most of the work has been practicing the Welsh speaking in different ways. Um, I do recordings myself, which are like assessments, but I also create activities for the kids to go off and do some reading out loud or a little drama or um, just presenting work that they've they've written in class um, or even having peer and group conversations, etc. And I have seen that for a certain group of students, 
they have grown in confidence. Mm. Whereas they were quiet and reticent in the class and didn't want to speak out loud in Welsh, given the opportunity to work quiet with a friend and then present their work to me via Flipgrid, I've seen them you know, become much more confident, much more willing to engage. Um, so that's a definite benefit that I've seen. Um, really quick, if you use Flipgrid to collect all your oracy work, it's dead easy to get you know, uh, the information back out of Flipgrid using a mixtape or um, using the myflipgrid.com website where you can access um, everything all at once. Um, you know, if somebody says, oh, how is so-and-so doing in Welsh? It's easy for me. I just go to Flipgrid, get their speaking work out, have a look, and I know exactly where they're at. Um, so it's excellent and a really, really good time saver for the teacher. Um, another benefit is that it's very, very safe. The controls allow the teacher to set everything so you know there's no danger of it being um hijacked or people seeing videos that wouldn't because for some learners the fact that they think that other people might watch that video can be a put off mm. you know oh, i don't want them they make fun of me um doing that in the video or whatever whereas you can lock it down so that only the teacher can see it and, and even after the, 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 the learner has recorded it, it's not visible to them. So, um, you know, that's an, it's a safe environment. And it's, they really Flipgrid go to town on making sure that that's safeguarding, uh, safety, and that the teacher has ultimate control over every single thing that's on Flipgrid, you know, is a, is a massive priority for them. Um, I think it gives you a really, really good source of evidence to inform assessment. Um, and uh, the next steps in learning, um, so both useful for summative and formative assessments. Um, and for my number five, um, basically, I just wanted to say it's a lovely way of building relationships in a, in a different way. Um, you know, it's simple to use. Um, it's not over once you've got the, you know once you've got the hang of it. It's not overcomplicated to use, um, and it's it's almost just like a, a go-to. Mm. a go-to app so um ease of use i suppose is the other benefit then to finish that off sounds good page two is there for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then question number five five yeah. things to try once you've mastered the basics okay so um first of all i've said you want to get involved with the community there's a massive massive flipgrid community out there from america it's growing here in wales as well we've got we've got our own um national team um for using flipgrid which we could share the links with if people want those but there's a massive community out there you know for help support ideas um you know problem solving um you know and and sharing it um, on a global stage as well, which is coming, bringing on me on to the second point, is that, you know, giving the learners the opportunity to cultivate global connections, mm. you know, with schools um, that are from uh, other countries, um, you know, and because it's, it's not live and it's asynchronous, it means that you've got that safety net, you can avoid the problems with time zones, um, you know, so there's a lot going for being able to have those global connections. And there's a facility within Flipgrid called Grid Pals, um, which allows you to, first of all, link with teachers from other schools via email um, so that you build those relationships with the teacher first before then you start sharing videos with your learners. Um, another big, 
you know, you 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 know me better than anyone else, Mr. Lewis, on this one. Uh, <laughs> but you know, the opportunities to app smash with Flipgrid are just out of this world. Yeah. Um, so you know, looking at um, Wakelet, you can record straight into Wakelet. Um, Minecraft. I've built um, I've built recently uh, Ninja Kamrai World, which is basically the kids got to do a uh, climb in the mountain adventure, meet NPCs, and I've provided a lesson for them using wow. Flipgrid linked into the NPC. So by the time they get to the top, they've collected a load of sentence patterns that they've then got to do a presentation in Flipgrid with as an assignment. Mm, okay. um, so that works really well. Um, great for, you know, if you've created stuff yourself and uploaded to Edpuzzle and making a quiz out of it, you know, that could be just with text on the screen or, or whatever. Um, Adobe Spark integrates with Adobe Spark. You can go Adobe Spark straight into Flipgrid, um, which I think is is massive. And there's probably loads more, but I, I'm pressured for time. Um, <laughs> I think then once you've got the basics and you're happy with that, is to start thinking about bigger projects. Um, I've done a I've done an iStead for a virtual iStead for this year, wow. um, which which you know it was only for years seven and eight, and not everybody took part, but everybody had the opportunity to take part, and we made it an alternative iStead for so um, you know rather than sort of having set songs, they were allowed to sing whatever they want. Um, they had to show a picture that they'd drawn. Um, we had a little sort of um, how many I think it was how many press ups you could do in a minute, those kind of things to make mm. it more fun and engaging. Um, and that was really, really successful. Um, and thinking bigger again, uh, we have taken part in some global um, activities. Uh, there was a 60-second challenge that was run by um, um, Lanny Watkins from a Scott by Bagland, where he set up a grid and basically went 60 seconds to tell the world about Wales and about where you live. That could involve costumes, um, songs, uh, or whatever really you wanted to share. Mm. And um, that was brilliant because it brought the world inside my classroom because not only did the children prepare their own videos and then record them, we actually had, we watched and sat the sat and watched the videos that the other countries had produced. And it was really, really nice. We learned some amazing facts about other countries that we, we wouldn't have otherwise. And because it was somebody real from that country talking to you, and you had to deal with their accent and deal with yeah. you know those kind of issues. It made it real, real, um, and brought the the, the 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 world into our classroom. And then um, just to finish off, um, and I was started to struggle because I kind of lumped everything in with one. Um, but it's an opportunity to explore creativity in new contexts. You know, there isn't a set way of doing a video. No, there isn't a set way of putting it together. Um, you know, yes, there are certain rules, um, but really you learn the rules so that you can break them and become an individual and do something that's original. That's mm. creativity. And so it's just finding ways, and this is where the community is important, finding ways of pushing the boundaries of what you can do with Flipgrid. Boom. Thank you I very much. Over time. I'm so sorry. 50 <laughs> minutes rather than five. No, I'm joking. Um, no, that was really interesting, actually. Um Another quick question, if you don't mind, then, based on nope. what you said or branching off from something you've mentioned. Um, with regards to lockdown, how have you found Flipgrid during lockdown as opposed to before? Because I know you've embedded this system um, yeah. within many of your classes before lockdown. Um, yeah. So do you find it has helped engagement? Definitely. Um, I, I'll come at that to, to that from, a, from an academic point of view. 
right? I know that there are some children that much prefer to talk about their learning. Mm. They much prefer to to talk through the work that they've done or um, to show me that they can do something. And Flipgrid allows that opportunity. Some don't. Some just like to write down on a, on a piece of paper or, or on a Google Doc and send mm. that in. Um, so it, it does create, you know, as a tool, it's another opportunity for the, the learners to show their learning. So I think from an academic point of view, um, it's definitely helped because I think some children have engaged more because it was on Flipgrid rather than being just on okay. a document, for instance. Mm. Um, and then from a from a well-being point of view, um, I've enjoyed, it's been really, really helpful to do check-ins with my form class. Okay. Um, so basically I'd send out a, a video at the start of the week asking how everybody was, you know, giving them some news about what's going on with me and talking about the world in general and then invite them then to just send me a message of how they're doing right. this week since the last time I spoke. Um, and okay, it's asynchronous contact, but actually I wouldn't say it worked for everybody, but for about 50% of my form class, they've really, really enjoyed having that contact. Yeah. Um, so, so I think it's important to think of Flipgrid not just as an academic tool, but it's actually a well-being tool as well. Mm. So, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does, definitely. Thank you. And we haven't even talked about QR codes and the AR. No, not yet. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. No Good problem, to catch up. Pleasure. And if you, want, if you want a follow-up session at any time, yes. give me a shout. And I should say, I am currently in school and there is background noise and the birds and the laptop going off. So it's been raw and unscripted. But excellent. that's the better way of doing it. Thank you very Absolutely. much, Ben. All right, you take care. Thank you very much. There's definitely a lot of great points there for me to digest and reflect on moving forward. As I said to Barry before we started recording, I have experienced Flipgrid, but just in pockets. So it was really good to hear it from his perspective as somebody with a lot more experience. So this today has been really useful for me and hopefully for you too. Thank you very much for listening.